Welcome everybody to the to the Business Geeks podcast, which you can barely see, but if I put my hand over it, maybe you oh there you go. I'll just keep my hand up here the whole time so you can see the logo in the top right hand corner of your screen. We are coming to you live here on Facebook Live on a new day and time. Uh it's Mondays at eight PM Eastern. What what time is it in and day is it in Australia? It's tu- Tuesday at ten AM. Tuesday at ten AM Sydney, Australia time. Is that is Sydney is it Sydney Australia time? Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> All right, Sam from Samantha Riley Global. How are you feeling tonight? I'm well, it's day for a start. Uh, so I've got my coffee. <laughs> Not <laughs> <even>. <laughs> No, doing oh, I'll good. just go back doing to good. hold my hand up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, doing good down here. Good, good, good. Still in lockdown? Totally, totally. But the the curve has flattened. We've got hardly anyone getting sick down here. So we're super, super grateful. We're not going through anything like you guys are going through there. Thank goodness. But our thoughts are with you and a lot of the Europe that are going through some really tough times right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad, glad to hear that you're all staying, staying safe down there, staying separated. Uh, I can, I can tell you some stories from this weekend that I saw lots of barbecuing happening. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's not, not good, not a good look, not a good look in this time. Uh, <laughs> and we also have Jennifer Crawford from Sparent.co. How are we feeling tonight, Jennifer? Feeling good, Joe. Happy and and healthy and very grateful for that. So good. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying the spring weather. That I think that does a lot mm. to boost the mood. Did you got get out. out today? Yeah, I got out for a run this morning and uh, a little bit of a workout in my driveway. And yeah, felt good. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so I, I, I've been, been well, uh, been really busy, like really, really, really busy, uh, with so many different projects rolling at the same time and getting to spend time with the the family. It's been good. Uh, real, real positive. I'm, I'm very happy that my son actually asked for me now instead of just mommy, 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 <laughs> mommy, 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 mommy. So I, it's, it, I mean, I've seen him every day since March 9th and that is, it's a bit of a blessing in this, this crazy time. So I, I definitely am am appreciated appreciative of that. So this week we are talking growing your business using LinkedIn. Sam or Jen, who who wants to to spearhead this one? I would like to spearhead this with a confession. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm terrible at LinkedIn. High I'm five. terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I'm trying so hard. Sam, I know this is like totally your wheelhouse. You're going to be saving us this episode. I, I I know some things about LinkedIn. I could maybe give some other people advice, but do I take it? Oh my gosh. And, and you know why? It's because it was sort of the social media platform that was a little late to the game. It's really come into its own the past couple of years. So I hadn't incorporated LinkedIn into my social media habits. And I'm not as comfortable. It doesn't feel like second nature, like it does, like Facebook does, because I just haven't been engaged with the platform long enough. So I still, it's still kind of like the uncle that you meet at a family reunion that you're supposed to love, (laughs) but you don't really know him very well, but you hug him anyway. Um, (laughs) So anyway, that's, that's kind of like, that's what I want to start off with, but I've I've got an, some interesting statistics to maybe start us off before we get to the good stuff. Um, the reason I need to embrace LinkedIn more than I have is because LinkedIn reports over 660 million users spread over 200 countries as of late November 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, and oh, and in 2019, 90 million LinkedIn users were senior level influencers and 63 million were in decision making positions. So the, this is the, um, this is the networking event 
of your dreams all online. Um, these are the people that you want to get in touch with to grow your business, grow your network. These are the types of people that can help you do that if you know how to use LinkedIn properly. So that will be the, the launch of this discussion, my confession, and me trying to convince you that even though I'm not using it maybe to the best advantage that I could be, it is a very important platform to be on if you have a small business. Well, I'm hoping by the end of today's episode, Jen, that I convince you enough to be on it more often and you too, Joe, because exactly yes. like you just said, Jen, all the right people that are in the right positions are hanging on LinkedIn. It is the world's largest network online networking site. So imagine going into a networking event and having 900 million people there that are all there specifically to talk business to people. I don't know if you know this, two people join LinkedIn every single second. That's how popular wow. this is. Imagine being at a network event where every second two people walked in the door. I can't the even. Fire the fire marshal's going to be the next one. <laughs> well, can't we can't. Even. Okay, so this is where we actually had this show scheduled in for a couple of months ago or at least six weeks ago when, you know, COVID-19 started to come up and we didn't think it was appropriate at that time to talk about it. But when we were talking about today's episode, I thought, you know what, today is the perfect time to talk about it because we're social distancing or as I prefer to say, physical distancing. So we should still be networking. You know, Jennifer, you had said like many, many times on this show how important it is to network. So just because we're all in our homes doesn't mean that we shouldn't be networking. Right now is the perfect time to meet new people, collaborate, you know, be uh, doing joint ventures, meeting new people building relationships, all of those types of things. And LinkedIn is the perfect place or a perfect platform to do that. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I've got my, <laughs> I've got my blazer on. And all. I've got my, my blazer on. I'm ready for LinkedIn. So look at this, Joe. I said to Jennifer, I went, wow, you look fancy today. She said, I've got my blazer on because we're talking LinkedIn. And I was oh, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I've just turned up in the same old black top. I that just want to be wear. accepted. I just want to be accepted on LinkedIn. <laughs> Uncle LinkedIn is saying, Jennifer, you are more than welcome to join us. <laughs> if I took this blazer off, they'd be like, what is that ratty shirt you're wearing? Get out of our, get out of our, pla of our platform. <laughs> However, it has changed. Have you guys noticed that in I the last, what, probably last 12 months, how much LinkedIn has changed? So mm. I've been using LinkedIn since around, uh, I joined around 2012 and to be honest, had no idea how to use it. Like I used to get these people you know, I'd get these connection requests in my email inbox and I'd be thinking, I don't know who that is. I don't even know what to do with this. I would just go, oh, accept and run away because I didn't know what to do. But around 2014, I went to a conference and someone was talking about LinkedIn and how he used it. And I, I remember sitting there, it was only about an hour that he spoke for. And in that hour, my mind was blown. And I just thought, oh my goodness, I am not understood. I hadn't understood how to use it, what it was. And from then I started really diving deep. And from about 2014, 2015, I started really diving deep, teaching about LinkedIn and uh, and in the last 12 months, I've got gotten so excited because the platform has really changed. So back in, you know, 2014, we a lot of the work that was done on LinkedIn was done through connecting with people. But in the last 12 months, news feed views on LinkedIn have gone up 60%. So wow. the way that we're interacting with LinkedIn is now a lot, lot different. And it's a really great place to uh, really share our thought leadership and our expertise because me people are now using the newsfeed as well, which is really cool. I love everything you said. I will say, <laughs> I will say though, I've tried to post more frequently on LinkedIn, but I am definitely suffering from a lack of consistency. And then I also suffer from LinkedIn rejection in the sense that I've posted some things and they've gotten very little, little feedback, like not even like three likes. And then I'm like, I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I like, well, whatever, whatever I'm putting into the LinkedIn universe, it is being spit back out. So I need to rethink what I'm, what I'm doing here. And then I get a little uh, more hesitant the next time. So I don't know if other people experience that, but I don't, I don't feel such rejection on Facebook. Like no matter what I put on Facebook, I feel like I'm guaranteed at least 
five to 10 likes on the low end on a good day. And you day, don't even need to put on your blazer. <laughs> I don't even need to wear a blazer. So I'm, I'm just trying to Whoa. figure out how to fit into the LinkedIn crowd better. You know, I'm, I'm curious too, because like, so here's a, I want to share my screen real quick, if I, if I may. So here's a post that I did, right? Free virtual supervisor, blah, 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 five likes, and, but it's been seen 310 times apparently. So that's, I mean, that's pr still pretty, that's pretty incredible actually that, that only five people liked it. I mean, I don't know if there's a way to see how many people actually like clicked on it as far as, because maybe that's the reason that more people see it. I don't know. Like maybe people are clicking on it. I'm not really sure. But like 310, like on, you share something on Facebook, you know, 310 people ain't seeing that. If only five people like it. Mm. Yeah, we mm -hmm. do like we do like those numbers. So that's that's a little bit of a mystery. Mm. Yeah. Let's should we dive in? Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. Wanna, yeah, be my guest. Yeah, so I've shared a a document with you guys, and I'm quite willing and happy, uh, more than happy to share it with our listeners. Uh, but. I teach a framework called the Triple Threat Framework. Ooh. Now, how I came up with this is, I don't know if you guys even know, but I have a dance background. I'm actually a choreographer. I'm a dancer. And, you know, in our world, a triple threat is someone that can dance, can sing, and can act. If you turn up at an audition and someone's a triple threat, you and you can't sing or you can't act, you are shaking in your boots. You know, like triple threats, we're talking Hugh Jackman. He's my favorite triple threat. Um, so, you know, there, there's Justin quite a Timberlake. lot of Justin. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hello. These, these people, if you turned up at an interview with them at, a, at an audition with them, you know that you don't, you're not going to get a look in, right? So, uh, and LinkedIn is the same. It, there's three different areas. So the triple threat framework is phase one is all about your compelling profile. This is what you have on your profile. This is your headline. It's what you write. Phase two is your connection approach. So how you actually connect and interact with people. And phase three is your content strategy and how you show up in the newsfeed. Just like a triple threat if you've only got one or two pieces, you know, imagine it like a, a three-legged stool. If one of those pieces is missing, it falls over. So if you've got not a, you know, a, a profile that's not very compelling, it doesn't matter how much content you've got going out, you're unlikely to build the relationships and connect with people the same. And it, it works the whole way around. So you definitely need to make sure that you've got the profile, the connection strategy and the content strategy. Well, do you have any tips on how to make your profile stand out? Because I see a lot of profiles and they all kind of run together. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think mm -hmm. that there are a couple templates for writing a good profile. Everybody uses them. And then all of a sudden it's just a sea of monotony. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how, how do you, how do you stand out? Like I have like a funny profile picture and I have a kind of a funny headline. I don't, I'm not saying it's it's not attracting me any business, I'm sure, but I'm like, but at least I'm funny, you know, <laughs> at least I'm, <laughs> at least I'm clever. That, that's really, <laughs> that's something you, that you've brought up that's really important. We do need to be ourselves. We need to make sure that our brand is exactly who we are so that if someone met us in person, that would be showing up in exactly the same way, not having your funny profile picture and then turning up and being, you know, very straight and boring and bland, you know, your profile picture, Jen, is exactly who you are in person. It's, it, I think it's absolutely perfect from a branding perspective. So let's go back though. Let's start off with the headline. Yes. The headline, uh, let me tell you a, a bad headline saying XYZ Proprietary Limited or XYZ LLC. Mm -hmm. This is not a good headline because we don't know what XYZ company is or something like entrepreneur. So what? This is not a good headline. And headline should be an outcome-driven headline for who it is that you serve and how you help them. Outcome we can take down my profile. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, she's making me feel nervous, self-conscious like... about my profile. Oh, because... I'm not talking about anyone's profile. Oh man, like... unless you've got XYZ LLC, and then well, in, in I, which case, it does say it does say you know, co-founder, no, my... parent, and 
and oh my gosh, I I don't know how that ha- happened like that because I I I thought I had like a different headline there. But... I can't even see the screen. I know you got to you got to magnify that, Joe. If you can, I'm way too old for this. <laughs> there we go. Oh, you, you got. Yeah, so I don't know why I don't know why that's like that, but it that's is. the best gets the best gig you've got right now. Yeah, it is yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Co-host at Business Geeks Podcast. Well, that's great. It does say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean but what's weird it's like i have a founder you know the business like there's other things here but i it, for some reason i guess it just took the newest thing that yeah. i added well, Link- linkedin knows what's important linkedin knows where you're gonna make your big money <laughs> <laughs> i'd be i'd be more inclined to edit that joe even though yeah. i think that's a fabulous headline you, don't you touch it don't you dare touch it it's, oh it's totally getting changed i don't uh, know what to write i don't know what do you want to do you want to write this while we're here like uh, all right that's no, no no let's not write it while we're here okay. however okay so so what we, we want to do with our outcome driven headline is start off with who we help so i work with or i help or whatever it is and be very clear on your ideal client who is that ideal client that you serve and then how do you help them so you know i help i can't remember the exact wording of mine but it's something like i help experts I can pull it up, don't worry <laughs> <laughs> i help yeah. experts to let's see if i get it right to develop and monetize their thought leadership and influence look at that there we go oh wow um so so it's, it, it clearly shows who it is that i help and how i help them so it's all about who am I, who do I want to read this? So if I've got someone that comes to my profile and they're, uh, you know, and they help restaurant owners, they know that we're not a match. They just know straight away. The other thing I really like is some authority positioning pieces. If you're a professional speaker, if you're an author, I really like those kinds of things on there as well, because we want people to be able to reach out to us if they've got an opportunity. So that's that's the outcome-driven headline. I like it. I think it's very impressive. I do have a question though. Yeah, so, ask away. Yeah. So so with me, I have a, a company called Sparent, but I'm mm-hmm. really not the face of Sparent. Like it's not mm-hmm. a personal brand. It's a it's a company. I have a co-founder. We have people that work with us. So the the statement there, um, I feel like it's I don't know how much I I should put into it. It's like I help. It's not really I help. It's you know Sparent. That's why it's I just say co-founder of Sparent. I don't really say how I help people. Is that wrong? I think but that you are. Such, no, no, no. I think this is such an awesome question because this also could be asked by someone that is employed at an accounting firm with 50 other accountants. LinkedIn is your personal brand. It's your personal profile. So just because you are a co-founder, you're talking about yourself on this profile. So so you don't need to say I help. So I think I've got helping because I also have a team behind me. So, you know, helping entrepreneurs to blah, blah, blah. I, I can't think of an outcome driven headline for you on the on the fly. <laughs> yeah, but right. but your your profile is your brand. It's for you. So a lot of times I if I'm speaking to a a corporation or a big business, I really try and get each person within that business to understand what is their unique take or how do they help the people the most? What's their zone of genius within the company? And then brand themselves as that. So then you've got all bases covered within a company. Does that make sense? Yes. It it makes total sense. I I need to go now because I need to go fix my Hold <laughs> on, oh, I can pull no, it back up for you. No, no, I'm not going to move It's, it's going to be me and a, a little bit of whiskey and my LinkedIn profile for about an hour. <laughs> so let's talk about the um, the profile picture. So the outcome driven headline is the first thing that people see, but the profile picture is also really, really important. And Jen, there is something that you are doing absolutely brilliantly that I don't even. I'm not sure if you know that you've done it or if you've done it on purpose. I definitely don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That your profile picture should be the same on every single social media platform. Mm. Oh, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, and that's exactly the same as your Facebook picture, uh, your Facebook image, because people may not have met you in person. They want to be able to recognize across all the platforms that that is definitely you. Super awesome that you've used that same image across all of your platforms, Jen. So well done. Well, 
thank you, yes. Sam. I, I love it when I accidentally do something right. <laughs> no, I, I, and you know what? That's such an important thing. I, I complimented uh, at least one or two people for that very, very reason at when I was at PodFest because I knew what they looked like because they had the same photo from like two or three years that I've been following. Like I might never met them in person, but now I knew exactly what they looked like because it was right there. I mean, and with that said, I have a picture of my daughter on my Facebook right now, which... <laughs> It's a hilarious photo, but it probably needs to get changed back over. Yeah, not not so good on the branding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and Sam, there's one thing I know. T- talking back to you know, going back to like what you put in your your profile there, is that LinkedIn is a search engine, and so those things mm-hmm. are also acting as keywords for people who are looking for your expertise or for your unique zone of genius, your skill set. So it is really important in terms of growing your business to really nail nail that, right? Yeah, okay. totally. There was I a thought. stat and I've <laughs> sat down without it and I feel terrible about this because I really should have sat down with the stat. But I know that years and years ago when I first started studying social media, there, there was a, a stat going around that said that most people make up their decision of what you're like or make, you know, their thoughts within seven seconds of seeing you. And then I'd seen a couple of years ago that it was now three seconds. There is a study that has come out that said that people make their decision on whether they think you are the person that they should be working with in less than 0.03 of a second. That's so fast. Uh That's That's literally a blink of an eye. Exactly. So we could sit here and discuss whether we think that's a good thing or whether we think it's a bad thing or judge it or whatever, but it's a fact, right? So we should be putting up an image that is nice and clear, head and shoulders only, something that makes people want to connect with you, you know, something that's got a nice, you know, a a friend, you know, whether it's a smile or something friendly, something that looks like you so that if you do take that connection online and have to meet them in a coffee shop that you know who you're going to go and meet. But yeah, definitely having a really good professional photo for your uh, profile picture. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, how how professional is professional? Because like, so in my case, I have this photo in the button down shirt, but like you almost never see me in a button down shirt. Well, yeah, right. (laughs) No. So, okay. So I personally would have the button down shirt because I think that that does look more professional. However, at the same time, it still needs to be branded for you. Someone like Gary V, he's got an amazing brand that we all know his expertise. He can wear a t-shirt. No one cares, but he's already proven himself. You know, none of us, well, actually, how about I just speak for myself? I'm not as well known as Gary Vee. Well, no. no. <laughs> so I'm not about to go onto LinkedIn with just a picture of a T-shirt because I don't think it's, that's not the way I want to be perceived. Uh, see, Lou's got it. Judging a book by its cover is what people do. <laughs> we, we have no choice. We have exactly. to. We have yeah. to. So, I mean, you know, it's totally up to you, Joe. If you, whilst you are showing up in a T-shirt all the time, does your, what does, what I'd be thinking about more is for the clients that you want to work with, are they likely to hire you if you're wearing a T-shirt? Again, I'm not judging, yeah, but would- <laughs> are they likely to hire you if you're wearing a T? I would keep the button down. However, I'm the I, same. Well, I do not show up to business meetings with a salad on my head, but I'm, re- I'm rethinking <laughs> that decision. I'm totally rethinking uh, They're it. not going to be able to find you in the coffee shop. Oh, this is you terrible. should definitely turn up with a salad on your head, Jen. I'm totally <laughs> going to do that. You, you guys think I won't. I totally will. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> I love putting food on my head. I love it. I love it. It's so much fun. So, yeah, the, the, that profile, it is... Think of, look at it through your your ideal client size, and think about what how they're potentially judging. I'm not judging. I don't care what you show up in. But if I've got a ten million dollar business and I have a belief that people that wear button up down shirts are the ones that are more likely to help me, and and I might be okay with that, honestly. 
Because that's that that's not necessarily the person that's gonna mesh the best with me, right? Yeah, yeah. And and that and I think that comes back to like, well, it goes back to like when I was you know filming the TV show and going back and forth. Do I wear a button down shirt or do I wear you know my gray V necks? Like I I wear literally every day at the shop. It's a hard it's a hard call, but for me, it's 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 just who I am. Like I I mm. can't. It's I'm not gonna be somebody that I'm not, and you can hashtag that, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's yeah, it's it's it is a hard call though because you don't like like you said you don't want to be turning people away. But here here like here's the thing, right? So salad on the head. My dad is probably not gonna hire you, Jen, because he's gonna look at that and be like, I'm not this 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 lady's crazy. Like yeah, putting salad salad. Course. But the fact that Mr. Pardo, is- I'm okay with that. I, <laughs> exactly. I totally respect that decision, Mr. Pardo. Exactly. Um, yeah, but hopefully, I mean, what I wanted to say is that I, you know, I, I'm an outside of the box thinker. I think creatively. I, you know, I'm just that kind. I've a little bit of a creative, you know, humorous uh, side to me. That's really what I want to project. I mean, it, it's not that I put that up there without any sort of thought. I am a business person through and through. So, but I also know Joe, like in defense of your button down is that we all are different people. Like to, mm-hmm. we, all, we all, we all have different sides of us that compose the whole. And I think the business side of you that wants to attract high paying clientele, like if you were to show up with a bit to a business meeting with one of them, you would show up in a button down because that's the person that you are representing as your, mm-hmm. the, the business professional the person in the, the comfortable t-shirt is hanging out with his friends, hanging out with his family, but this isn't friends. It's not family. It's a totally different environment. So I think a different person shows up in that environment. In my opinion, you can argue mm. with me. No, no, I really like that you said that. And the only one thing that I'm going to pick up, and it was purely words because I know this is not what you meant, Jen, mm-hmm. is that it's not a different person that's showing up. It's the same person, just person. in a different light. Yeah. 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 Different, because different, different because on Saturday I'm wearing yoga pants and a, and a VT as well, but I would never turn up to speak on stage in that. Right. It doesn't mean I'm off brand. It just means that on Saturday, that's what I wear. And, you know, when I turn up to an event, I like to show up in a way that my ideal client knows that I'm the authority. I work with a lot of people that are in professional services and I want them to take me seriously and listen to what I'm saying just because I turn up looking a certain way, not because they're thinking, what is she wearing and not listening to what's coming out of my mouth. Well, that's you're right. I mean, and and thinking about your clothes shouldn't be the first thing that people think about. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be an automatic like, oh wow, they're like in rags or they got a salad on their head. Like it shouldn't. <laughs> you don't want that to be the first thing and the lasting impression that goes throughout that. So, mm. yeah, I I, th- I I don't know. I think that there is times where I I mean, and I have worn a button down shirt for certain situations that I, you know, but you know day in and day out of operations like i i want to be ready to mobilize right i want to be able to to get my hands dirty i want to be able to get involved and not be like oh well i don't want to you know i don't need to be going to do dry unnecessary dry cleaning you know uh here so to you know to me it's what's 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 i've got someone hanging over my balcony washing the outside that is like just seriously like looking straight in the window and it's quite (laughs) off-putting I wish you could move your camera so we could see him. Well, I can if you like. Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh. 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 <laughs> Are you sure that's not Spider-Man? Like, is he there to save you or save somebody? Oh, sorry. I was like fire. a little kid then. I couldn't focus. Right. I'm back with you. It's all, all right. <laughs> I've been there. We talked about that photo for way longer than I was thinking that we would talk about it. And there's one <laughs> other thing that I want to mention right, before we move on to phase two, and that's that your profile should not read like a resume. Your profile should read like how you can help your ideal client. So not this is who I am and this is what I've done and me and me and I and I. Not that at all is do you have these problems? Would you like them solved? This is how I can solve them. This is how I can back up that I've done it for other people. 
a Spider-Man side job. <laughs> oh, hey, times are tough, you know. When, when everybody's stuck inside, there ain't a whole lot of crime to uh, be going around. Yeah, Spider-Man's window washing now. This is <laughs> what the pandemic has, has done. Oh, so funny. So, yeah, so, so really position that profile to show how you can help other people. All right. Well, that alone is a lot of work. And all very good advice. So, so now let's assume that our profile is on point, Sam. Absolutely. Okay. So now We're we ready need to, to rock make and roll. Yeah, now we need to network. We need to reach out to people. So we need to reach out. We need to accept invitations. Now, this is where I know a lot of people get tripped up because they think, oh, I'm not going to accept that. I don't know who that person is or I, I don't want to go and ask that person to meet me. Imagine that LinkedIn was a real-life networking event. If someone came up to you and put out their hand and said, hey, you know, I'm Jen, I'm Joe," would you turn around and walk away or would you shake their hand and say, tell me more about you? Do they have a glass of wine? Well, actually, that is probably a really valid point. (laughs) Yeah, all I'm saying is that if someone walked up to you in real life and introduced themselves, you wouldn't, I know that we wouldn't walk away. We would, we would but you know shake their hand and and open up a conversation so do the same in linkedin if you would do it in real life do it on linkedin okay but like i could go through the amount of network connections that are coming through and they're all like literally almost all saying the same thing like hey i saw i noticed your profile and hey there joe i saw that you did consulting businesses blah 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 blah, blah. hi joe we're so hang on can i can i put that a different way joe okay let's pretend i'm walking up to you in an event hey joe we haven't met before i'm sam i've heard lots of people saying that you're a consultant tell me more about that so that's great because i can talk to you but is there a way it doesn't look like i can message members outside of my direct oh it's literally so if they've sent you a message once you connect you can send them a message so I'm all for talking to people and networking with people, right? Like mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. accept Facebook messages and Twitter messages. Like, yeah, that's awesome. It, right now, because I guess because I'm not a paid member anymore, like I was like, I don't know. Oh, I shouldn't, it makes no difference whether you're paid or free. Well, according to this, it does. It says may, uh, message members outside of your network, your direct network like Justin. So see down the side there, it's got their people that have reached out to you. So we're looking at your screen. For anyone that's listening on, on Apple Podcasts or in any of the other app- apps. But you should totally you subscribe. We, you won't be able to see this, but what we're looking at is Joe's screen where people have reached out. So they've sent you a message. So that top one, Melanie, if you hit accept, she's now in your network and now you can respond to her message. But my question is, is, is why do I want to accept it? Cause is it, cause it's different now than it was before? Is that the, is that the thing? Cause it used to be only, only accept people, you know, that's like someone walking up to you that you've never met at a networking event and saying, I don't know you get lost. I think, I think, uh, well, let me see if this is what you're trying to get at, Joe. So, because I get a lot of this, you know, in-mail messages that turn me off and they're all obviously pre-formatted. They're obviously just, it's just a, a copy and paste message that goes out to anybody that, you know, whatever hits a certain keyword or whatever that they're looking for. And so, and it's also obvious when they inbox me that they, they want to sell me their services. It's like, up front and center. And so I tend not to reply or connect with those people. I very rarely get a message that is typed just for me, like personal, like that is, that is clear that it's just like, you know, Hey, I'd, I'd love to connect with you, but you know, something authentic. It's always like these canned, you know, responses, like they're a little off. They don't quite fit like they, and so it comes across as spam and that's what turns, there's so many of them that it's just, it's a big turnoff. I think this is a perception that you've got into this mindset because mostly when I speak to people, I would say, hi, how are you? That's how I speak to everyone. Right. it's a copy and paste. And I'm going to put that in air quotes because I say it to everyone. So I think that this is a perception. I think that when people, you know, they're saying this is what they do, how many people do we run into at a networking event that start off trying to sell you their services? It's exactly the same online. And I think that this is where, and and either do it or don't, I don't really mind, but I think that we need to just let those, those hard and fast beliefs go and just open up. I'll give you an example. I had someone yesterday that reached out and they did have one of those spammy 
buy my thing connections is, you know, Sam, this I'm reaching out to consultants and because I help people find leads. Well, I don't want that person's, you know, but I still connected. Hi, that's great. You know, thanks for letting me know. And he said, look, you know, are, are you wanting leads right now? No, I, I'm good and I'm working with other people and blah, blah, blah. And then I turned it back on him. And I said, look, by you by going out in a cold and in essentially cold calling to people like this, how much response do you get? Maybe you should start looking at through this through different prospects, you through your prospect size, and you'll get more people wanting to work with you. And we ended up having a really great conversation backwards and forwards, and we parted as friends. Well, I think that's a great, a great example, Sam. And I'm going to <laughs> this week. I, you've convinced me. Look at you two. You sit there with your arms crossed, like well, I'm not going on. No, I'm opening. I'm oh, opening my I... arms. I'm oh, I'm loosening up my blazer. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm going to take your advice, Sam, and I'm going to for the, this whole week, I am going to reply to every single message I get on LinkedIn. And then I'm going to report back to you and, let, and let you know what the experience was like. Because I don't love you. I, too. I've got to be I've got to be willing to reframe it and try it out. Because maybe I have just been a jerk. Maybe I've just, you know, maybe I've just been a snob. I don't think you've been a jerk or a snob on purpose. I think that this is exactly what I used to think back when I first started on LinkedIn was, who are you? Why would I want to connect with you? I don't know who you are. You know, you're trying to sell me something. But I have just connected with so many amazing people on LinkedIn. I've got clients from LinkedIn. I've got, I've met joint venture partners on LinkedIn. I've met people and connected with them in real life from, you know, when they travel down to Australia from the other side of the world. I've got podcast interviews. I find guests, like there's just so many different ways that I can we can use LinkedIn. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. <laughs> and and I don't know about Joe. He's looking very much I, like, I I'm, don't know about this. I, I mean, I'm, I'm considering it. I I don't know. I know I need to do a better job with LinkedIn in general. It's not on my homepage of apps on my phone. Like it's it's in my social media folder versus like Facebook and Instagram, which is probably not great. But I will say, you know what? This I, I just remembered this that a couple of years ago I did try replying to every message. And that I thought, you know, the spammy ones, I just, you know, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to reply, I'm going to call their bluff, I'm going to reply and not one of them messaged me back. Wow. Now that was two years ago. Mm. I am willing to say that a lot can happen in two years. So I am going to try again. Thanks to Sam. <laughs> She's a big influence on my life. She tells me to do something, I will do it. I really, I really hope that you do, Jen, because it's just such a fantastic platform. So the third piece, and we need to really touch on this quickly because I know yes. that we need to move on to some oh, really gosh. cool. Wow. Yeah, I know. Is the content strategy. And I was talking before that newsfeed views are up 60%. So put it making sure that you're posting content on LinkedIn is really, really important to help position your authority. What I post on LinkedIn is not what I typically post all the time on Facebook. I don't share about what I do with my kids. Not that I do on Facebook anyway. You know, it's not the more personal things. It's more if I'm sharing something personally, it's got a business metaphor or, you know, a business story wrapped around it. Because on LinkedIn, I'm really trying to position my authority, my expertise, and help educate people why they would want to work with me. That makes a whole lot of sense when you say it, Sam. I'm also going to be posting more on LinkedIn. Well, let me know when you post so I can come and give you some LinkedIn love. Please do. You know, when you don't get any response, it's it's very disheartening. I'm going to put some effort into it. I'm going to put some effort into it as well. Awesome. I I don't know if I'm going to reply to every single one because a lot of them are seem to be trying to sell and use... You know, like the. But what are we afraid of, Joe? Experiment. Like, so what? Well, what if they do try to sell so to no, us? Like, we well, can just say no. I see. Yeah. I don't know. May, like again, maybe it's just that that frame of mind where it was like, oh, only accept connections with people that you know. Right. That that's still stuck up in there. That I just like. I don't want to be connected to a whole bunch of people that don't. Like, I'm not necessarily going to deal. Yeah, but deal think about with. it this way. Joe. Like, I don't mind having a conversation with them. Like, but I. Yeah, but, but think like, about it this I way. I need to upgrade my account. Yeah, think about it this way. Okay, Joe. I mean, uh, Sam's got me thinking in a whole new way already. All right. Um, good. Because b- your, the business that you want is not going to come from the people you know. It's going to uh-huh. come from the people outside of your inner circle. Oh, I, oh good? 
men right now. Did I say something good? You yeah. said something brilliant. <laughs> exactly. High five, high five, Jess. We need a yeah, sound well effect, done, Joe, for when I say something brilliant. You'll hardly <laughs> ever have to use it, but I want it to be something special. <laughs> You said a sign or or a, no, a sound. I'm like a, a sound. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I got. I don't own a roadcaster or anything to like hit the buttons. But what? I know. I I know. That's it, gonna be our point. first sponsorship. We yes, we absolutely. Have a so we can have absolutely. These, these. I need some sound effects. Yes. <sighs> you were 100 percent spot on, Jen. You Thanks, were 100 percent spot on. And I would also like to add: Do you really know everyone on your Facebook profile, Joe? No, no, as time has gone oh, on, I have. Oh, there we so, go, right there. <laughs> no, but again, I, I thought we were supposed to treat LinkedIn differently than Facebook. Um, oh, so you know, you you don't have to talk to Facebook friends. Oh, I do, but, but it's, I, <laughs> I do. I, I mean, I don't know every single one, but I do know probably close to 85 to 90% of them. Oh, well, just use LinkedIn. <laughs> to find some new friends, Joe. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, and maybe someday we'll be able to live stream this right to LinkedIn because, like, they'll let us in. Yeah. Yes, hopefully. I, I would yeah. like that. They've been, they're being really picky. You can apply. I, I did apply. I applied like did. forever I, ago. I applied like eighteen months ago. I gave yeah. up halfway through the application. <laughs> I was like, "This is too hard, LinkedIn. I know someday you're going to give it to everybody, so I'll just wait for that day. I don't have time for your application." Joe <laughs> fumble. Uh, look, guys. I hope. I hope that you do give LinkedIn a try because yes. it is such a fabulous platform and because people are there to do business, people are there in executive and C-suite positions, they are there to connect and network, there is a lot of opportunity to meet the right people. I, don't, I, go, don't go no. into it thinking you want to sell to people and you'll do really well on it. And I know my dad swears by it. He uh, is He's only connected with parts and trucking industry people in his circle. And uh, it, he, he absolutely swears by it. We should have had Dominic on the podcast. Yeah, right? That, that would be totally. first. Well, my son's upstairs. Dom- His name's Dominic. Well, Dominic Sr. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No, he, he, you know, he would be. He, 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 like I said, he sings the praises of this uh, of LinkedIn for sure. Oh, I'd like to hear him sing too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Moving All right, on. absolutely. We have a couple of articles that we can talk about. Was there the the New York Post one? Uh, I could share that. Throw that up here. Yeah, I wanted this one on today's uh, episode because I thought it showed a brilliant piece of marketing during this coronavirus time that we're going through. So this article is about West Elm. West Elm offered free virtual, or they're offering free virtual backdrops for your Zoom or other video conferencing calls. And these pictures are just beautiful West Elm rooms. So your your Zoom background will look like you're in a nice, you know, penthouse or a loft. It's brilliant because one, they were solving a current need. We're on video more than ever because of the coronavirus. And a lot of us don't have offices set up and we don't want to you know, show off our dirty laundry or unmade bed in the background. So we need something like like a beautiful room to fill in. Um, so they saw that need, they answered it, but then they also got a tremendous uh, way, new way to market their furniture. Mm. So they opened up a brand new distribution channel for uh, to showcase their furniture. It looks good. It's in people's homes. People are talking about it. I mean, people's fancy virtual backgrounds are always the topic of any video call these days. So I thought it was a brilliant move. And I thought it was a good example of marketing during a sensitive time. So Mm -hmm. I know a lot of businesses are wondering how to market right now during the pandemic. They don't want to be tone deaf. They don't want to be insensitive. But I thought this was a, a a brilliant move on West Elm's part. This is so uh, so clever, so clever. Yeah, yeah, I just I just wanted to give them credit. I actually downloaded several of their backgrounds, but my computer is old enough that it really doesn't want to work with me on them. But <laughs> but they are so pretty. I loved them. Love it. And the uh, the Fanny <laughs> Devito. Ex- explain this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sam doesn't like it. I already know. This is. I, I just, <laughs> I already know 
doesn't like it. It's the Fanny DeVito, and it is a fanny pack with Danny DeVito's face on it. it even has tufts of his of his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting this in the coolish or foolish question mark segment. You know, Danny DeVito is part of our popular culture. He's been part of it for decades. Um, he's been in a variety of shows that, you know, we've all loved. He's a character, a lovable curmudgeon-y character. And <laughs> I know we're, we're, for those of you listening to the audio version, we're looking at Danny DeVito's face right now, which is always <laughs> just his face is funny. Anyway, the, the Danny pack, I think, is kind of clever. The Fanny DeVito, because it's a fanny pack. Fanny packs in, in themselves are a little um, questionable in terms of fashion. And then you put Danny DeVito's face on it. And all of a sudden, it's a fashion statement. I say it's cool. Ish. I, I I think it's pretty cool. I would be, I would wear it around town with a salad on my head. <laughs> you two would, are on your own on that one. I would totally put my I would totally I mean, I put my snacks in there. <laughs> I would eat out of Danny DeVito's face. Oh, yeah. At least one of us would. <laughs> okay. Cool it. I say coolish. Yeah, yeah no, I, it is. It is. It is gosh. I like it. I, I love Danny DeVito. I think he's fantastic. I'm not going to wear a Fanny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about a Fanny pack? I think Fanny packs are the most practical form of outerwear. So ever. I just need to say right here that Fanny in Australia has a very different meaning to what it does in America. And even saying <laughs> it makes me sweat and what makes my hands go sweaty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Luke, I'm Luke, actually going to tell you offline what okay. it means in Australia. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, looking forward to that. <laughs> I love a fanny. I wish fanny packs were more fashionable because I love them. They're so. Go to fashion. Disney World. Everybody's wearing them. Oh, well. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Who's got to grind my gears? I have a little, a minor one. Share away. So, that's, so, that's all we've so, got. So, <laughs> so, oh, wow, Jen. I'm surprised. Uh, so I think this was last week. I was because I had a couple of them from I guess from last last week or the week before. Anyway, I was listening to the radio. I, was, I think I drove somewhere and uh, a commercial came on the radio talking about uh, it. There's this place called the Pub. It's here in South Jersey. It's like the original pub. It has it's a buff they have like the buffet salad and uh, it's like a meat and potatoes kind of place. It's it's. It's cool. Like I've been there a bunch of times. I've been around forever. But they ran a commercial, and this was like last week. I, th I think it was last week for their Easter special, and how you should come in and enjoy their salad bar, and how you should enjoy it. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, didn't no like why did nobody kill that co you know commercial and run a different commercial? Like, why are you promoting something? And I've driven past it. I think uh, once or twice since this all has gone down. And it's totally empty there. They're not even like doing takeout like every place else, apparently. So instead of running a, a different commercial or running no commercial, they ran a commercial for something that it, they legally cannot do. I wonder if they just forgotten that it was scheduled. That's a lot. I'm sure it's not cheap. <laughs> so it, that's really a shame. So that's why it grinds yeah, my yeah. gears is because you know, it's a small local business. They were mentioned, I think, on, uh, on the Steve Harvey show at one point, too, because they had like a big poster board thing like right when you walk in to, to talk about being on the steve harvey show but yeah it's just it just grinds my gears because like ah oh, it's wasted money it's wasted opportunity they could yeah. change the change the, the the text right change what you're saying mm, change mm -hmm. the messaging mm. so I'm, that I'm it makes mad. it yeah like as me as a joe pardo it is very frustrating to oh hear. my gosh no i'm so sorry okay. can i can i do a reverse grind my gears then off the back of what joe was yeah. talking about you know yeah, i don't ahead. do grind my gears very well do i but in australia i don't know do you guys do like a four-day holiday over easter is that what you normally do in the u.s okay yeah. so we in no. australia we have a four-day holiday Wow. And so it's, it's we love Easter in Australia because you know that's the time that we all go away. Everyone goes away for Easter, camping, you know, going away with friends. So it's a big time for people to be selling 
camping gear, caravans, all of that kind of thing. And a lot of people, exactly like Joe said, have been putting out their advertising in exactly the same way. And I've been thinking the same thing. That is such mm -hmm. a waste that they're still running the advertising. Then yesterday, one of the companies that sells camping gear and tents and all of that kind of thing have just put together a promotion where you put your tent up in the backyard for Easter and you take pictures of it and you enter a competition. And I just thought that that was a really cool take to still, A, to still be able to sell your camping gear, you know, for the busiest weekend of the year and B, to get people involved. I just thought it was super, super cool how they they pivoted that message or I actually don't like the word pivot. I spoke about that on Facebook today, okay. but realigned their message so that it was applicable and relatable to their market. And and so big shout out to Anaconda here in Australia. They did a it. great oh, job. That's of that. awesome. I remembered my grind my gears. Well, there we go. <laughs> All right. So I'm sure a lot of people are doing this in their uh, at home downtime. I have been unsubscribing from a bunch of you know email lists and stuff that I've gotten on. I was just you know trying to clean up my inbox. You know, you know, doing some housekeeping. This is what I hate <coughs> when you unsubscribe from an email list and they send you an email to confirm that you've been unsubscribed. I thought I was gonna lose it. <laughs> this is, I've never even seen that before. It, it happened to me twice. I probably unsubscribed from like 10 lists. 20% of those lists emailed me to confirm that I unsubscribed from their email. And I thought I was going insane. Who does, why would that be, why? Well, what about what? the ones that say, well, it takes about 10 days for us to remove you from our list. I haven't And they continue that. to send you emails in the meantime. I haven't had that. I have had that you have to unsubscribe from all their lists. Like they have 25 oh, different yeah, lists yeah. and you think you've unsubscribed, but you only unsubscribe from one of the 25. That's tricky. That's very tricky. Um, mm. But yeah, don't send me an email when I unsubscribe from your email list. <laughs> that's how bad i get that's clearly clearly <laughs> wow i have no Lou, more words Lou agrees with me finally oh thank you Lou. <laughs> he didn't like the the fanny devito but he agrees with me on that yay <laughs> oh john piper's joining us from denton texas a little yes. late, John, but that's okay. We'll take you when we can get you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, we have a new time now for anyone who's just you know joining, jumping in. Uh, Mondays at eight p.m. Eastern Something. Standard Time, and, ten, uh, and Tuesdays ten a.m. Ten a.m. Australian, Australian Eastern, Eastern Time. Standard Time. Yep. Yep. Standard Time. Sta just oh, daylight to keep time. Up with daylight no, no, no. Time? Standard oh, Time because we've just come off daylight uh, time. We're heading into okay. winter. Which is so? I was going to ask: Is is Easter your Labor Day? Uh, no, we have Labor Day too. Hey, we're in oh, Australia. We take all the holidays, man. <laughs> <laughs> we have Clearly. all the holidays. I'm going down under. Yeah, well, I was planning on it this year, but not oh, anymore. Oh, not anymore. So sad. So sad. It is. It well, is. we're right up at the hour, guys. Yes, so it's we need to wrap fun. this up. It has been fun. Thank you all so much for watching. You should totally follow us on Facebook.com/slash Business geeks podcast you should go to our newly renovated website i don't think we told you jen but uh me and leon worked it out you can go to businessgeekspodcast.com you can also uh follow us on subscribe to us on uh on youtube we're there it's a little hard to find us but if you go to businessgeekspodcast.com uh yeah scroll down click on uh watch on youtube like right under like right above the subscribe buttons there we have subscribe buttons now on the on the on the home page uh, well. sam had to grind my gears jen and said to the guys this is not good enough <laughs> yes no i agree i agree <laughs> is that why is that why leon jumped out jumped uh -huh, because like, i had a talk and went this is not good enough guys do something no. with it and they did in all fairness, they did, and I'm much happier. Much I can't happier. wait oh, to look at it. We, we need some more images and things to go to go together, and we need a group photo when we actually can get together. When we can actually travel, it was yes. going to be this year. Well, we had you know, yeah, that's true. Anyways, <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, go check out businessgeekspodcast.com. Uh, we'll be back next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 10 Tuesday, uh, yeah. Uh, 10 Tuesday, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. 
go check us out uh and we'll have our next uh next episode then hope you all have a great safe week thank you all thank you Thanks. Thanks. Come back, John piper